alcohol. One of the only drugs that when you don't do it in a social setting, lead you to be questioned as to why not. The question as to why alcohol is deemed as such a normal thing in the modern day society is a question I often ask myself, especially with all of the negative physical and mental health effects that come with drinking it. The answer that I often come to when I ask myself this question, it's a way for people to escape the reality for a short period of time. In saying that, alcohol has been a part of some great memories I've experienced in life. Holidays, parties and celebrations have all involved alcohol as a way to enhance my experience. But there has also been some times where I have used alcohol to escape my reality and more importantly, the issues that I was facing at that time. I came to a point in my life where I started to see more often than not that alcohol was bringing more negatives to the table than it was positives, especially when I drank to excess and especially when work was busy and I had my own individual personal endeavors that I wanted to pursue. So on the 6th of August and on the last day of my holiday in Portugal, I had my last sip of a pint and decided to commit to six months sober. And here's why it was one of the best things that I have ever done. Yes, people, welcome back to Process. This is a podcast that I've been wanting to do for a while now. I have mentioned it in a few videos saying that I need to get it done. But we'll get it done eventually. We're going to be talking about my six months sober experience, why I did it, how I found it, how I feel afterwards, and how I felt having my first drink after six months. Now, originally the idea came, literally just, it was kind of a coincidence um, that it kind of happened. It was a very random thing. It wasn't super planned, but I went on holiday to Portugal. I had my last sip of a, a pint on, I think it was the 6th of August on the Saturday before we went home on the Sunday. Uh, and I also had a fitness competition about six weeks later in September, the National Fitness Games, which was my first ever fitness competition um, since stopping football. So my first sort of thing that I've, I've done and I really wanted to take it seriously. So my idea was to do six weeks sober, leading up to that, get off the drink, get into a good state, really focus on my training um, so I could obviously perform the best I could. Um, what I found was then that six weeks, I was really focused on my training. We did really well, we won that competition. I kind of realized that committing away, getting away from alcohol for that six week period really helped my focus, it really helped my performance and training, helped my recovery, and I fancied taking this a little bit longer. Um, so then I came up with the idea of just staying off it, six months sober, I also booked another fitness event which was my High Rocks in Glasgow, which we've obviously done now, we did really well in that. Um, that was my plan, was to stay sober until after that, which worked out just over six months. So it would have been six months on the 6th of February. The competition, I think, was the 12th or 13th or something like that of February. Then after that, I had a bad plan to have a drink after that. So that was my six months sober um, kind of plan. So that's how it kind of came about. Uh, and we're going to obviously t dive into how I felt during it and why I kind of wanted to do it for that long. Um, and the kind of benefits that I, that I felt for it, because I did really see a lot of benefits, more than I actually thought I would. And it did take a little bit of a time for those benefits to kind of creep in. And the kind of the longer I did it, the more the benefits started to show. And there was different ones that I kind of found after a certain periods. So uh, we'll run through some of the benefits and some of the things that I found. Firstly, um, I didn't find it super hard to an extent. Yes, there was times, especially around Christmas, that was probably a challenging part where alcohol is normally a big thing within my family, within the culture of Christmas, especially being in Britain and the UK, we all like to go to pubs and have a glass of port, a glass of wine, a pint, whatever it is, uh, maybe a Bailey's or something like that, whatever it is at, at Christmas time. That was a little bit of a challenge um, because I kind of had a little bit of a, a summer beforehand. So I had my holiday in August um, I'd done a beefer in June prior to that, so I did kind of get out of my system, and I've never really had a massive issue with drinking. 
and there was a there was a few times that I noticed the older I've got, the more obviously you have going on in life, the more issues you have in life, the more stress, work, um, the more pressures you do have. And I was finding that all I was getting, the more an, of a negative effect alcohol was having on, having on me in terms of I was getting ill more often every time I drank, which I never used to. The hangovers were worse. Um, my anxiety was a lot worse. The day afterwards when I was hungover, it was, I'd never really had it, especially when I was younger. Uh, I would say probably I drank the most when I was like 19, 20 years old. That was kind of my year where I used to go out a little bit more. I never used to get really bad hangovers. I could still go to the gym the next day and still train. However, now as I got older, I was just finding my recovery wasn't there. Maybe it's because I've trained harder now than I used to. Um, maybe it's just because I am getting older and I can't recover as well. Um, my joints used to swell up. And I, it didn't it didn't used to sit well for me. So there was too many negative effects from going on nights out. And even if I was having one or two drinks, I just kind of, I've never been someone who really would go out for one or two drinks. It would either be, I might have... Um, maybe one every so often, or it was literally a big night out. There was never really like, a, all right, I'm just gonna go for like a couple of pints with my mate sort of thing. It was either a big night out or like one drink. Um, so for me, it was the big night out that was killing me. And I was, there was, there's no real point of just going out and having one drink. I was thinking to myself, you know, why am I doing this? I might as well just commit to six months sober, cut out all them little one or two drinks that I have here and there, cut out nights out, have a good six month period of focusing on something. And like I mentioned before, having that fitness competition booked at the end of it really, really helped um, me stay on track and keep my momentum and not think about drinking because I knew, one, I would let myself down massively if I did have a drink of alcohol and I would beat myself up for it. And two, I had this competition and I wanted to be in the best place possible. It was a competition that was a little bit outside of my comfort zone, something that I'd never really done before. It involved a lot of running, which I'm terrible at and which I'm learning to get better at. So yeah, I just wanted to be in the best physical and mental state possible. Um, for that and I had a lot of things on I wanted to push my business a little bit more this year and I knew that alcohol wasn't going to help that it was almost like I call it like a speed bump on, on your road to to success or, or your journey whatever it is so I just wanted to cut everything out and commit to it and I've heard a lot of benefits of people doing six months sober um, just because just for productivity and I, yeah I want to give it a go so that was what we did six months sober leading all the way up to my high rocks and um, kind of worked nicely that was my birthday month in February as well and um, so that was my clear goal uh, and yeah, we'll talk about the benefits of what I found. The first one, which was a big one, was I didn't get ill once during the six months. I was not ill. Prior to that, I would get ill if I did have a drink. Um, I would get like, I'd feel a bit run down. I was, I was ill quite a lot, to be fair, over the last summer. I don't know if it was just allergies or just being run down or whatever it was. Um, but I didn't get ill once. There was even a few times where I had a lot of clients coming in over uh, Christmas time, November, December. There was like a little bit of a sickness bug going around, there's a lot of flus, there's a few of my clients coming in with sniffly noses, coughing, sneezing, and there's only one time where I felt like I, I, I felt like I caught something, I had a client in the morning, and I remember I was spotting him on bench press, and he kind of coughed halfway through a set, obviously by accident, and I kind of, I felt it come in my face, I felt like I was going to start to get myself ill, however, the next morning I was absolutely fine, I just, I didn't feel any different, um, so yeah, I was, didn't get ill once in the six months, uh, funny thing is, which we'll obviously touch on later, literally the first night out that I had, the next week I was ill. So there's a little bit of coloration there, but I think it was a combination of um, obviously not drinking alcohol. I've been really good with my sleep, which is a knock-on effect of, of obviously not drinking. That's My sleep's massively improved. I was hammering saunas quite a bit, and I was living a very healthy lifestyle. I think it's kind of a knock-on effect, a snowball effect of not drinking. Your lifestyle becomes a lot healthier because what you want to end up doing the habits, the things, the lifestyle you live is a lot healthier 
than when you were drinking because drinking is not a healthy habit to have. So number one, didn't get ill. Second thing, my weekends were so productive. Weekends are where people normally fall off their diet, their training, their, their habits, just everything. Weekends where people go wrong. And for me, that was obviously when I would drink. I would I only really get one day off a week. So I would drink on a Saturday night if I was to go out um, or have a few drinks. Now that I wasn't doing that, I was so much more productive. I was getting all my kind of admin stuff done. I was getting ahead on the week ahead. I was working on projects at the routine reset. And my weekends, I was going for runs, obviously as part of my training, I was going for runs. I was doing C dips on a Sunday morning, um, which I'll get in touch on next, which is kind of one of the things that I absolutely love doing now. It's going for a run and doing a C dip. That is one of my, and then going for a coffee and breakfast um, afterwards. It's one of my favorite things to do now. Um, which I'll touch on in a second, but my weekends were just so productive. There was nothing getting in the way um, of me getting a bit of work done. I started an email newsletter, which I now write on weekends now, I write them on a Sunday. Um, I was getting additional check-ins done. Obviously, my online client base was building a little bit, so I was doing a few more check-ins on weekend. That was super productive. Um, like I said, I was training on weekends. I, I used to start, when I first started at Six Months Sober, I would train every kind of Saturday afternoon, do a really big workout, um, maybe do run to the gym, which was about 5k, do a 45 minute to an hour session, run back. So I was I was wiping myself out. So pretty much um, all I was doing on the Saturday afternoon was putting my feet up, maybe having a nap and eating plenty of food. So that just stopped me, didn't make me want to drink at all. So that's what I kind of did to start off with to stop me from wanting to drink, train really hard on a Saturday. Uh, and then I would have a little bit of a gym session as well on a Sunday. Now it kind of flipped that now Saturday is my rest day. And Sunday is now my long run and seed at this. So my weekends were just really, really good um, and productive. Next one was I found what truly made me happy, what gave me true happiness. Uh, now, I've talked about it in the past. There's been podcasts, I think it was a Chris Williamson podcast, or maybe it was a James Smith, talking about happiness versus pleasure. I think they might have both discussed it. Um, so pleasure is the things like, that give you them, them sort of highs, like drugs, alcohol, partying, um, all that sort of thing, like, um, people who watch porn, all them things which aren't that aren't good for you. They're things that give you this dopamine hit, this stimulus, but realistically on something that you want to sustain for the rest of your life and, and, and keep me because they're only a, they're only kind of a short term glimpse of happy of, of sorry of a high, and then you go back down to maybe below below kind of ground zero and go into a bit more of a negative state. Uh, whereas happiness is things that you can sustain that do make you feel good and that are good for you and that you can kind of, you can live continuously doing them things and they're not gonna have any negative effects. So it's things like um, going for long walks, getting outside, spending time with friends, training, exercising, getting the high from that, sea dips, cold showers, saunas, just anything that gives you that that buzz for life that is gonna, that is gonna be able to obviously sustain, be, be sustainable long-term. Uh, rather than just giving you these highs and lows, which these kind of external stimuluses do. And so what I found, I found what made me happy, which is these stupid things like going for a run on a Sunday morning, going in, in the sea for a sea dip, meeting Brian and then taking Lola for a walk down the, down the sea, getting a coffee, getting a good breakfast on a Sunday morning, being productive, getting up early, early mornings, especially when the sun's right, sun's rising. You don't get that if you end up drinking, you end up missing that. Um, so I was finding things like that. Um, my enjoyment for trainings went up a lot more as well. My focus, obviously, because I keep on now booking a, booking competitions. I found a love for the hybrid, high rock style of training, um, which was something I never got into. Running was something that I never, ever, ever thought I would get into. Uh, but now I'm really getting into that. I'm loving it, the long continuous zone two runs. You get into such a good mental state. It's almost like a meditative, meditative state that you get into when you're getting that flow where your heart rate's sitting at like 130-ish, not too hard, you're breathing a little bit heavy. Um, you can maybe stick a podcast in or you, sometimes I just have nothing in. 
um, and just that kind of just your mind starts thinking about all these positive thoughts um, ideas come to your mind business-wise life-wise things you want to do um, I've just got a, a lot more clarity about things that that want that make me happy rather than I feel like it took me like a good three maybe four months to get into that state after not drinking alcohol um, initially there was still a little bit of like craving alcohol and like living for that weekend which a lot of people do like looking forward to the weekend for me now it was kind of like every day was the same even my weekends I was kind of like yes I'm looking forward to my Sunday routine but I'm not dreading my Monday I'm not dreading work like now I'm actually getting excited for work um, it's just my mindset completely shifted it was it's weird kind of what it does there uh, does you're taking away this something that you kind of um, it's a kind of constant crutch that people look forward to at weekends as an escape because alcohol, like I've mentioned before, is an escape from reality for a short period of time. And then obviously when you get back out with the, when, when you're not drunk and you kind of wake up the next day, you're hungover, you're in such a negative state, you're dreading going to work the next day, your mindset, it takes you a few days to recover from it. It's just not a good mental state to be in. Um, so yeah, I really did find what, what makes me happy. It gave me time to really work on myself have a bit of time to think about what I want in my life and what I want to be able to do and what I want to be able to look back on when I'm older and what I've achieved. So yeah, the alcohol definitely cutting that out massively improved my happiness. Um, and like I mentioned, in terms of the C dips, it, it made me kind of focus on the natural highs of life rather than the, the dopamine hits, the drugs, alcohol party and all that sort of stuff does. Um, yeah, it's just made me focus on them things and I found a new love for running, for sea dips, all the natural things that you probably see people later in life and even like hiking, going outside. Um, I've heard, um, what was it? It was a podcast with Fergus Crawley talking about everyone in Scotland because everyone drinks so early in Scotland when they're like 13, 14, 15. They kind of get the drinking thing out of the system and by the time they get to 25, they're chasing the highs of climbing all the Monroses in, is it Monroses or Montroses in Scotland? Um, all the mountains and stuff. Like, it just, you just, there's a different sort of level of, high and happiness that you get from experiencing things like that, experiencing things with people, going for hikes. Um, I've got the Three Peaks Challenge planned as well. So creating those memories with people, um, they're the highs that you want. Even doing hard workouts with people, things like that create such better highs and and connections with people and with with life than, than going out and drinking. Um, yeah, that's probably the, the, the best way I can put it. But yeah, just the, all the things that I've found that really make me happy, have been through when I've taken alcohol out of my system. So next positive from the six months sober, definitely the fittest I've been. I think it's just a combination of um, taking the alcohol out of my system. My, my focus has been a lot better with training. My recovery has been a lot better. And my sleep, sleep's improved massively because obviously alcohol massively impairs sleep stops. You can get in that deep sleep and that REM sleep. Um, especially even if you have like one glass of wine or one pint or something like that, um, like a couple of hours before bed, that's still going to massively impact your sleep. Um, I know people say alcohol knocks them out and puts them to sleep. Yes, but that quality of sleep is not going to be good. If you ever had a night out in the next day, you wake up super early and you just can't get back to sleep. That's the alcohol in your system impairing your sleep. Um, so my sleep's been a lot better. Recovery's been a lot better. Um, my inflammation, my joints, because I've had a lot of injuries, that's got a lot better as well. Alcohol's always been something that's inflamed my joints, my knees, my ankles. Um, that's massively helped that. So yeah, fitness-wise, I feel amazing from from, from doing it. Um, and like I said, my focus was just so good because I had a fitness event booked in and I didn't have any distractions with alcohol. I was feeling great from it. Um, as I mentioned before, the momentum side of things, I mentioned that alcohol was kind of like a speed bump in my road of life. Um, so taking that away just meant that everything was super smooth. Like I said, my weekends were productive. It was just, there was nothing interrupting me at all. 
Um, there was there was no reason for me to get ill. There was no reason for me to not sleep well. There was no reason for me to miss training sessions. It was just a smooth playing road, uh, no speed bumps in between. Um, and I just felt really, really good for it. So now, obviously, I completed my six months sober um, after the high rocks. I had a night out planned afterwards. The funny thing was, I finished my high rocks. I was on such a high. The buzz from high rocks, that's why I've booked so many high rocks now. The buzz from high rocks was the best thing I've ever felt probably in my entire life. Getting across that finish line, obviously, me and Marcus got a really good time. We got sub 60, 60 minutes, got 59, 38, I think it was. And managed to qualify for the World Championship. So we were on such a high after the race. Um, that I just didn't want to drink. I was like, why do I need to drink? I was driving home from um, from Scotland, from Glasgow, and I was just thinking, like, I really do not want to go out here. I had already planned out, I booked places to, to go out for food and a few drinks afterwards. Had a big night out plan. I had this plan for ages, um, obviously, because when I was sober, I was thinking, like, when I was doing my six months sober, I was thinking, oh, I'll be really looking forward to having a drink after, especially after a high rocks, um, and kind of like something I've been really building up to. But I really wasn't bothered at all. I could have happily went home, had a nice meal, like a takeaway, like a Lebanese meal or something like that that I've been enjoying, or a Nando's, just anything, something like that. On a Saturday night, went to bed nice and early and got up and did my normal Sunday routine because I was in that much of a, a routine with it. And I, that, I knew that's what, made, that's what makes me happy. But obviously I had it planned. Um, I felt a little bit sick on the way home as well, to be fair, from all the adrenaline getting out of my system from High Rock. So that probably didn't help. I just didn't want to stomach anything. Um, so it was a weird sort of feeling and in terms of what I felt like having my first drink um, I had a pint of Peroni wasn't bothered at all it was really weird like I thought I'd be quite excited to have one but it just I just wasn't bothered um, I was more bothered about the food we were having so I probably ate more food than drank um, but I went on a night out I had six or seven drinks didn't actually feel too drunk I'm surprised how, how little it did affect me um, but six or seven drinks so not crazy one Got to like 10 o'clock, I was knackered to be fair. I was absolutely knackered from the high rocks anyway. Um, so I stayed out until like one o'clock, which we had an event, but we ended up going going home early. Um, and the next day I felt horrendous. I didn't feel too anxious because I didn't drink, drink too much, but I just felt tired. I tried to go for a sauna to sort me out. I went for a long walk. Um, tried, tried to get myself together, but I just felt, just didn't like that feeling of not feeling 100% there. And then even the next week, as I mentioned before, I was ill, I was run down. So I trained on Monday, still didn't feel too good. I had to take Tuesday, Wednesday off training completely. I was run down. I was um, all bunged up with my nose. Um, my sleep wasn't good. I just felt, I just didn't feel great from it. Obviously, I know obviously the longer that you have away from alcohol, the more the effects are going to hit you. So I understand I was six months sober and the effects of alcohol are going to hit me a lot more. Um, but I just didn't like that feeling of not feeling 100% then. And even when I was drinking, I didn't like not feeling in control of my own mind and my own thoughts which when you are sober, you, you're a lot more in control of what goes on up there. Um, you just lose that control. I just didn't like that feeling. Hence why I didn't actually drink loads, like I said, six or seven drinks, which wasn't too much. Um, I was kind of just didn't want to go too far down into the kind of a, a negative place with, with drinking. Um, but yeah, after that, since then, so it's been about six weeks since I've been, since I've done my six months sober. Um, I went away with my mates for a weekend in Scotland. I literally had one little tiny can of a, a beer, never tried a Jubel beer, which is actually quite nice. We went for a little bit of a hike. I had one little beer, the sun was shining. That was absolutely fine. I wasn't, but that, that was a, probably a nice sort of level in terms of um, having a drink. My knee swelled up a little bit, which was a bit annoying, but just having that one drink was absolutely fine. Uh, didn't drink anything for the rest of the weekend. Um, then since then, me and Bryony went away to Dublin. We had a night out on the first night. Um, again, I was quite sensible, probably had six or seven drinks again. 
Um, lucky this time the hangover wasn't too bad. I still managed to train the next day. Um, but I think it's different when you're on holiday drinking compared to drinking when you know you've got to go to work in two, like a day or two time. There's a different mindset that you, you kind of, all them negative emotions hit you more. Say if you drink on a Saturday, you know you've got work on a Monday. You wake up hungover on a Sunday and you know you've got to go to work and you feel a lot more negative and you just really don't want to go and do it. Um, so I found drinking when I'm not on holiday is probably what I'm not going to do. And when I'm on holiday, I'm probably going to enjoy myself a little bit more. So it wasn't too bad while I was away. Um, but just the the drinking every weekend, living for the weekend, that's completely gone now. I'm, I'm I'm not too bothered about going out. It's the late nights as well. I don't like that because I'm an early morning person. I get up at five, half five, not most times during the week. Um, I look forward to getting up early. I like being productive in the morning. I like feeling good. And alcohol stops that. So in the future, the plan is I'll only really drink when I'm abroad or it's going to be special occasions. I've kind of jotted out in my journal um, five to five or six times this year when I'm going to drink. So I've got um, I've got a beef which I will be drinking. Um, I've got my mate's wedding. I've got me and my dad are going to have a pint after my high rocks in Malaga. Just probably just have one pint just to celebrate that and have a pint with my dad. Just as a nice experience to have, especially when you're on holiday. Uh, and then I've got a week in August when we're away for a little bit of a holiday down in Wales. So. Saving the alcohol for certain occasions, I think depending on what sort of relationship you have of alcohol, because I know everybody has different relationships. I know some people have addictive personalities. Uh, some people have a sort of personality where if they do drink, it leads onto other things like drugs and making mistakes and fighting and stuff. I think some people are way better off actually just completely cutting alcohol out completely um, and not even tempting themselves with having one pint because that one pint soon turns to two or three, two or three soon turns into seven or eight and then things can go downhill from there. Um, but if you can control it, I think saving it for special occasions and it, it does make it feel a little bit more special and alcohol can enhance experiences. Like I said at the start, I've had really good experiences with alcohol on holidays, parties, celebrations. The alcohol has been a part of it. So I think it can be a good enhancer of things, but it shouldn't be something that's needed. I think people use it too much to try and escape the reality on a weekly basis. If you are drinking every Friday and Saturday to try and escape the job that you hate, to try and escape the relationship you hate, the life that you're not happy with, then I think you need to commit to a good period of being sober and find what makes you happy and find ways around the issues that you've got rather than trying to escape it. Um, so I, th I think everybody should commit to six months sober. It really has honestly changed my perception of life. I've been a lot more happy the last six months because I found the things that truly give me meaning and give me happiness. And I'm, I'm in a very good place at the minute. Um, thanks to six months sober. Um, so I would definitely recommend doing it um, for anybody who's, even if you haven't had issues with alcohol, I think you should commit to it, especially if you have a fitness goal, book something at the end of the six months, like a fitness challenge, a fitness event, um, high rocks, I really recommend high rocks to anybody. Um, but yeah, I, I would recommend definitely doing it. One thing that I never forgot to mention as well was uh, what alcohol did in terms of my friendship. Now, I didn't really have a lot of people who were who in my friendship circle who are massive on going out loads, but it definitely has opened my eyes to the people who I was maybe spending time with just to go out for the sake of going out and drinking uh, compared to the people who I want to spend time with doing the things that I love, like going for runs, uh, like training, like just going for sea dips and stuff like that. Um, I've made some really good friendships in terms of with my clients and doing the sea dips and made some new friends in terms of the training, the high rocks, the experience, the running, all them certain things, finding people who have got similar interests to me rather than just 
having a, a, a group of friends who I just go out with for the sake of it. Surround yourself with people with similar mindsets who are very focused on similar sort of outcomes and similar sort of career focus or maybe like fitness focus, whatever it is. Any sort of endeavors like that, definitely it, it definitely carry, carries over to yourself. So if you are surrounding yourself with positive people in the same mission, you're going to probably push yourself further and push yourself that little bit more. And you're also going to be happier and, and, and feel less less on your own, if you get what I mean, rather than feeling like an outlier because you don't want to drink because the, you're the only person in your friendship group who doesn't want to drink. Um, you'll soon find the longer that you kind of step away from that environment, if you want to make a change and want to improve your life, the sooner you'll start surround yourself with people who are a lot more positive. Like every time I go for a seed, there's a few people who I see there and we just chat away because we're all in a similar sort of positive mindset. We're all trying to do things for our health. You know the benefits of the sea dips and obviously the endorphin release you get from that cold exposure is amazing every time i go into a sauna now um, there's always a few people who i like to speak to like the people who are in there for like 20 30 minutes we're all very health focused and we all have similar mindsets because we're all doing the similar thing to try and benefit our health you will soon find the more that you stick the things that you um that truly make you happy and that are going to benefit your health and your life the sooner you'll find that people naturally come into your life who are on similar pathways and you'll make new, uh, new relationships, new friendships, uh, and it'll also better yourself as well. So just another little little thing to add, you definitely, yes, you might be alone to start off with, but there will be people who come into your circle who you didn't realize were gonna be in your circle um, in, because they're on a similar mission, and that will definitely improve your happiness, your productivity, your, your overall just, your overall just satisfaction with life. And so just a little thing to add, which I nearly forgot to add in. Yeah. That is gonna. That is it. The, the roundup of the six month sober experience. Hopefully you found it beneficial, and hopefully I haven't rambled too much. I said I was gonna get this video out. Just wanted to kind of discuss it because it was it was a big thing that I wanted to wanted to do. Um, I probably will do six months sober again at some point. Um, obviously, for now I'm just gonna probably not drink until after my high rocks in in five weeks time. So I'll be doing like six months, six six weeks. Sorry, of not drinking. Um, and just having little stints of sobriety, just planning things out and mapping out certain occasions, certain times you're gonna drink, certain periods where you're gonna have a bit of stint of sobriety and have a little bit of focus and clarity, especially if you're someone who has that success mindset, definitely cut alcohol out because again, like I said, it's a speed bump in your road of life um, and you will definitely be a lot more productive, happy, focused and get better results. So that is it for this short-ish podcast. Hopefully I haven't bored you too much. If you did enjoy it, subscribe. If you're listening to the podcast on Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, make sure you subscribe. Leave us a little bit of a review, get my words out. Um, and yeah, I appreciate you listening to me waffling again for 25 or whatever minutes it's been. Um, but there will be podcasts in the future. There'll be more videos in the future. I'll catch you when I next do one. Thank you very much for watching and listening. This has been Process. <laughs>